your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Hey, Wild fans, you need more hockey news? Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the league. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps every day. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today wherever you get podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we will begin our journey through the offseason after the Wild lost in Game 7 to the Vegas Golden Knights by a score of 6-2. We will start with the first bullet point of the offseason today, which is to decompress from the postseason and the regular season. So we will summarize the series against the Vegas Golden Knights today with some high points, some low points, and uh, what to take away from the Wild coming up short in Game 7 against the Golden Knights. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, veteran of over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage, including the last couple of seasons exclusively covering the Minnesota Wild. Thanks for tuning in today. Hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I certainly had an opportunity to uh, get away a little bit and just kind of... uh, Refresh the batteries. So that was uh, certainly helpful and uh, hopefully will lead to uh, a nice perspective on uh, what is coming for the Wilds here in the offseason. Of course, the Wilds in offseason mode because they lost to the Vegas Golden Knights in Game 7 by a score of 6-2. to And for the Wild, they certainly hung with Vegas for uh, a portion of the game. But uh, some key injuries prevented the Wild from uh, further sticking with the uh, Golden Knights down the stretch. Jonas Brodeen getting injured early in the game, only playing seven minutes, was certainly a huge factor. And uh, Jewel Erickson Eck also banged up in the game. And uh, it just it became too much for the Wild to overcome. And uh, it, it just showed that, uh, you know, as much as we felt like we hung with Vegas and uh, and were as good of a team as Vegas was, well, they finally flexed enough by getting Max Pacioretty back, uh, and that was definitely the difference in the game. So a great season for the Wild, and uh, unfortunately it came to an end. Um, an unbelievable ride for the, uh, for the Wild this season, uh, this truncated season that uh, definitely had some weird points throughout. But uh, it was fantastic to watch, and hopefully you enjoyed it as much as I did. So before we dive into this series and just kind of reflect and uh, pull some things from it here today, I wanted to outline kind of our plan for the offseason here on Lockdown Wild. And if you are uh, fans of the show, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, It is a variation of the Dennis system. So we start with the letter D, which is for decompress, which we'll we'll do today. We'll do the rest of this week, too, just kind of reacting to and summarizing everything that we saw in the regular season and the postseason. So we'll do postseason today, and then the rest of the week we're going to look at how the Wild did uh, against specific teams in the division, Uh, some things to pull away from those series as well. Then after that, we get to the first E, which is for evaluate. 
evaluating players on the roster, their performance this season, uh, players that did well, players that didn't do well. And uh, we will go then uh, throughout the uh, entirety of the roster and some of the guys on the Iowa Wild roster as well. We go then to the first N. I think I said first E. There's only one E in Dennis. Uh, So we go to the first N, which is to negotiate with restricted free agents and uh, unrestricted free agents as well. So we will go through the guys that uh, are in line for potentially re-signing, potentially um, heading to free agency, and debate whether or not uh, they are deserving of contract extensions if the Wild should pursue contract extensions. Um, So that will be uh, the first N. The second N is to navigate through free agency and the expansion draft. We'll go heavy on the uh, Seattle Kraken expansion draft. Uh, That will be a a topic that I think we... um, we at least revisit, you know, once a week or so up until the expansion. Um, we'll we'll get that ironed out fully, but we'll definitely make sure that we have uh, a pretty good idea as to who the Wilds protect um, up to the expansion draft if they even allow it to get to the point of uh, of picking, or if the Wild try to get something done beforehand. So free agency, the expansion draft, the I is for identify draft targets. We will have plenty of NHL draft coverage throughout the offseason here on Lockdown Wild, uh, and so we'll have plenty of players that uh, could be great fits for the Wild uh, ahead of the uh, draft later in July. So that will be the I, and then the S is to set our sights on 2021-2022. So decompress, evaluate, negotiate with unrestricted and restricted free agents, navigate free agency and the expansion draft, identify possible draft targets, and set our sights on 2021-2022. Behold the Lockdown Wild Dennis system for navigating the offseason. I think it's brilliant. Hopefully uh, you get a kick out of it as well. Uh, And so we are in the D portion of that for this week. Decompressing, just just trying to kind of... um, summarize and take in everything that we saw here this season. So we will uh, start with the Vegas Golden Knights series, obviously still fresh in our minds. So we'll recap that. We'll look at some of our our stars of the series and uh, what the Wilds need to do better if these two teams were to square off again, say, next year. Some areas for the uh, Wilds to improve upon. Uh, in that potential rematch if we get to that point next year. So that uh, is coming up next here on Locked on Wild. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They've got the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all of the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H 
FRONT.com slash locked on NHL to get started growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NHL and get started today. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and for do it yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are always reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everyone and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Head to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. So head to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All at rockauto.com. Continuing to decompress the wild Vegas Golden Knights playoff series uh, in the first part of our off-season long Dennis system here on Locked on Wild. And uh, for the Wild losing in Game 7 to the Golden Knights 6-2. to two. And uh, Max Pacioretty, as I mentioned in the opener, um, was really the difference for the Golden Knights. With him back on the ice, the team was way deeper. And uh, they just had that look of a team that was not going to be denied. And the Wilds gave the Golden Knights everything they had. It just came down to um, that Jonas Brodeen injury was was one that the Wilds just could not afford uh, in the game. And uh, the rest of the way, they just they were not the same team. And so uh, congratulations to the Wild on a great season. And uh, the Vegas Golden Knights are currently getting throttled by the Avalanche in the uh, second round. So good uh, good luck to them in uh, the rest of the way. Let's go to our three stars of the series for the uh, Wild and Golden Knights. And uh, we'll start it with our third star. I am going to anoint that to Kirill Kaprizov. Kaprizov with a couple of goals in uh, the seven-game series. And uh, after it took him a little while to get going, he did end up being able to contribute uh, in Game 7 with a goal. Uh, had a uh, goal earlier in the series as well and an assist. So Kaprizov getting his first taste of NHL playoff life. And uh, it was pretty much what we expected. He was tr- uh, The Golden Knights tried to kind of neutralize him in the uh, majority of the series, and they had some success doing that. But as we've said with Kaprizov pretty much the entire season, he found ways at, uh, at various points to, um, he found ways to get open and to impact the, uh, the game uh, without, um, without necessarily getting into the scorebook. So uh, great job by Kaprizov um, in that aspect. And uh, so that gets him the third star. Now, there are going to be a ton of honorable mentions here. So um, th- this definitely could have gone in a bunch of different ways. The uh, second star, we're going with Zach Parisi, who played in four of the games 
two goals and an assist, and he was definitely an impact player in this series. Uh, as soon as he came back into the lineup, the Wild seemed to get some life. Unfortunately, it was not enough for them to win the series, but he uh, he was an integral part in them getting back into it with wins in games five and six uh, to tie things up at uh, three apiece. So Zach Parise, the second star of the uh, playoffs, and the first star of the playoffs, we're going to go with Cam Talbot, who obviously it's tough when you are going up against somebody who is basically hockey immortality, uh, such as Marc-Andre Fleury. But uh, Talbot did pretty much everything you could expect from him uh, to keep the Wild in the series. Finished 3-4 and four with a 2.45 goals allowed average and a 9.23 save percentage. He uh, had two shutouts. The, uh, the shutout in Game 1 that gave the Wild that one nothing win. He also had a shutout in Game 6 to send the series to a 7th game. And uh, in Game 5, held the Golden Knights to just two goals. And uh, was had more than enough moments, more than a few moments, where he was absolutely just insanely good. Uh, some great saves, especially down the stretch. In those three games, uh, the third period and all of those was just lights out. And he had great saves early on in Game 7. But then, just like with pretty much the rest of the team, after Brodeen left, the floodgates kind of opened up. And, you know, it was just it was tough after that point um, for the Wild to really get anything done. So Talbot, I thought, was just great in, uh, in the entirety of the series. And it, for a team that we've seen in the past has struggled to get good goaltending, um, Talbot gave them that in this series, and so they uh, they could very easily have uh, come away on top in this series if a couple of other things go uh, in a different direction. So it uh, it was it was an entertaining series to say the least, and uh, just a shame that the Wilds could not come out on top. Now, honorable mentions. We've got uh, a few because I'm sure there will be people that. Um, may have ranked things a little differently than I did. Of course, Jewel Erickson-Eck has got to be in the conversation. He was one of the best players on the ice for the Wilds uh, through a majority of the series. So he definitely needs consideration um, for one of the uh, players of the series. Matt Dumba, who was a shot-blocking machine uh, throughout the series, he definitely needs some consideration as well. Uh, I I would throw some consideration to Jonas Brodeen as well. We saw the impact of him not being in the lineup, and uh, it was uh, it was just really that was one of the big things that led to uh, the Golden Knights getting the upper hand there in Game Seven. So Brodeen I think deserves uh, an honorable mention as well. And uh, you know there were several other guys that had good moments uh, throughout the course of the series, but. We'll, uh, we'll finish off the show today by looking at just some things that the Wilds need to do, uh, need to be better at in order to, um, in order to come away with a win the next time these two teams square off, to wherever that may be, however long down the road that may be. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll dive a little deeper into that topic here in a little bit. Uh, Kalen Addison as well, uh, getting into these, po- these playoffs 
after Carson Soucy was injured. Uh, I thought he had some nice moments. And um, again, like we've said, and we will say when we get to the evaluation portion of, uh, of the offseason, a guy who should be ready to step in next season, um, depending on what happens on the defense for the Wild. He, he definitely looks the part. So it'll be, uh, it'll be very interesting to see um, what ends up happening for, uh, for Kalen Addison next season. Now, a couple of guys that I would like to have seen a little more from in this series. Victor Rask, no points. Did have seven shots in the seven games, but uh, really disappointing showing from him. And uh, that just continues to be a, uh, a major issue for this team at that center position. Um, I I mean, Greenway, Jordan Greenway did have a goal in the series, and um, I, I, I think I'm going to save some of my Jordan Greenway discussion until we get to his evaluation uh, because I've got some uh, I've got some thoughts on uh, on Greenway uh, of uh, of some things that I'd like him to do in the off season. So so that was a look at the stars of the series for the Minnesota Wilds. Next up, we will look at what needs to change for the Wild to win their next matchup against the Vegas Golden Knights, whenever that may be. That's next here on Locked On Wild. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Major League Baseball is about a third of the way in. The NHL playoffs are nearing round two. The NBA playoffs off to a crazy start. And the PGA Tour is in full swing as well. So plenty of places for you to place your bets. So before the next pitch, before the opening face-off, the opening tip, the opening tee time, Head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't miss out on any more opportunities. This is your chance to get into the game as your favorite teams push further into their seasons. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON at betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts. Wrapping up today's dive into the Vegas Golden Knights series, a decompression starts to the wild offseason. Uh, and again, I will reference it a lot here throughout the, uh, the offseason. We are into the Dennis system. We're on the decompression portion of the Dennis system, the D. Uh, and uh, that will take up the entire rest of the week. And after that, we'll move on to evaluations here on Locked on Wild. Wanted to leave you with what the Wild need to do in order to win the rematch next time they square off with the Golden Knights in the playoffs. And there are a couple of things that the Wild can do to turn the tide uh, against the uh, Golden Knights next series, one of which is going to be uh, some new looks to the Wild's lines offensively. We saw... Some good production near the end of the series. It was a rough go for the beginning of the series uh, for the Wild to uh, to score any goals. And um, you're going to need more contributions than you know Zach Parisi with two goals in four games, Kirill Kaprizov with two goals in seven games, Jewel Eriksson-Eck with two goals in seven games, and Ryan Hartman, 
two goals in the seven games. Those are the only guys with multiple goals in the series. You also had goals from Jordan Greenway, Matt Dumba, Nico Sturm, Kevin Fiala, and uh, Nick Bugstad. So 13 goals in the seven games, which is under two per game. That's not going to cut it uh, against uh, a team like the Vegas Golden Knights. And so for the Wilds, they're going to need uh, a little bit more. I referenced it in uh, players who needed to step up. Victor Rask, you look at what Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Zuccarello did. Uh, Zuccarello with 15 shots in the seven games, so a little over two per game. Kirill Kaprizov had just 10 shots in the seven games. Those figures have to be higher, and for Victor Rask to have seven shots on goal in the seven games, that uh, that was not great either. So the Wild are going to need to find a, uh, a top-line center to pair with Kirill Kaprizov, whether that ends up being Jack Eichel or if it ends up being someone else, uh, they're just they're going to need to get something more from uh, from that center spot next to Kirill Kaprizov. Uh, the Fiala line: Kevin had 22 shots in the seven games. Prezi had five shots in four, and uh, Ryan Hartman had 17 shots in the seven games. So uh, Hartman and Fiala getting their shots on net, and uh, Parisi had some uh, good tap-in opportunities when he uh, got into the game. So um, it, it's just going to come down to more balance and more scoring opportunities. That, uh, that was the big thing against Marc-Andre Fleury in the series, was that, um, that it is going to, uh, it's going to come down to getting a lot of shots on net and um, better opportunities uh, against Flurry, or in this case, by by the time the Wild play the Golden Knights in the playoffs again, it could be Robin Leonard. And if anybody watched that uh, that game that Leonard started against the Avalanche, um, it did not go well. So better shots on net uh, for the Wilds. They also uh, just need to be more physical. It seemed like when the Wild won games in the series, they were extremely physical, and they were able to push the um, they were able to push the Golden Knights around uh, and not allow them to get set up where they wanted to, and they just kind of lost contain with that in Game Seven. So they need to be more physical in the uh, the next matchup uh, against the Golden Knights, and the other one, and this is a uh, this is a very big one. They're going to need to do better on the power play and in the face-off circle. The Wild won 42% of face-offs, and I know face-offs aren't like a be-all, end-all stat, but it certainly is uh, is helpful um, if you uh, are going to try to establish possession uh, in a series against another team. Victor Rask, again, he had uh, 33 face-off wins, 50 face-off losses, 39.8%. That's not really that good. And uh, the Wild as a team, 42.4% in the faceoff circle. So they got to get that closer to 50% and uh, just need to be more physical uh, against the Golden Knights the next time around. Tomorrow on Lockdown Wild, we'll be, we will begin our look at how the Wild did against teams in the division uh, this season. So we'll have a couple of teams for you. Uh, I believe we'll start from the bottom 
and uh, and go up from there. So uh, we'll probably look at the Anaheim Ducks and the Los Angeles Kings tomorrow, how the Wild did, some uh, players that performed well uh, against the Kings and the Ducks and things that we can pull away from those games uh, against both teams. So look for that on tomorrow's edition of Locked on Wild. Make sure to follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts and on Twitter at Locked on Wild. We'll be bringing you plenty of uh, off-season polls, uh, discussion topics, and uh, we'll try to get you as involved as possible all the way through the off-season as well. You can follow me, your host of Locked on Wild, at Seth Topes on Twitter. Have a great rest of your day. Enjoy the nice weather and uh, be ready for another portion of the decompression part of the offseason, D of the dentist system, coming up tomorrow on Locked on Wild.